Howdy folks, I want to welcome you to another episode of Life Around the Fire. My name is David Utari and I'll be your host today. We are a podcast that is devoted to spiritual growth. And what we mean by spiritual growth is this, growth in our relationship with God and in our relationships with one another. What I'd like to do today in this episode is take some time and discuss further this element of us being in the midst of a time in which God is demonstrating himself on planet Earth, again, in a very profound and real way. Now, God's presence has always been here, but there are times in which he magnifies his presence. It becomes more evident, more known. His kingdom becomes more pronounced because he's setting the record straight. Over the course of time, things can get rather muddied by virtue of us being people that are prone to wander, (laughs) to say the least, wander, right? We are prone to do things that are rebellious, that are actually evil, often by ourselves, left to our own devices, We are evil people. There's no two ways around it. You can put perfume all over it. You can dress it up. You can doll it up. But it's still evil. No matter how you slice it. We can say it's nice. We can call it good. But it's still evil. Without God in our lives. Without being born of his spirit. We are wicked. We are depraved, left to our own devices. We will not only destroy ourselves, we will destroy one another. It's evident. Just look around, right? It's not very hard for us to see what's taking place in the world around us that has no regard for God or very little. It's in chaos, man. And so human nature by itself isn't really all that kind, okay? But to say that we wander, we'll just be generous and say we wander around. You know, we really don't know exactly what we want to do, except we want to do things that make us feel good. So, (laughs) all of that being said, what's going on, man? Right? I mean, what's up? Is there really any rhyme or reason to what's taking place? Or is this just a big gathering of folks all around the world They're trying to figure it out, and every once in a while, someone comes up with a good idea, and a bunch of people say, okay, let's try that. Okay, because that's the way it kind of seems, a lot. 
except, except when God makes himself known. And praise God, he does that. Because without that, once again, like I said, left to our own devices, or should I say, left to my own devices. I wander all over the place and I do stuff that is absolutely harmful, not only to me, but to other people. Even when I try to do good, somehow I wind up doing things that are eventually problematic. Okay, so what's going on? There is a demonstration of God on planet Earth that we haven't seen in quite some time. And fortunately, he's setting the record straight because, as stated earlier, things have gotten kind of out of control. Without God intervening, we are without hope. We are lost in the world without hope. With God, there's hope, but there's also purpose. And that's the thing that I'm really looking to zero in on in this particular episode, is that there is purpose for us being alive. There is actually a plan that God has set in motion, and that is to see this world populated in such a way that we are in relationship with God and in relationship with one another that is healthy, that is real, that is united, that has life within it, and it doesn't contain death, or we're not destroying one another, nor are we really disgracing the name of God. We are actually worshiping God and loving one another, and demonstrating that on planet Earth, and seeing this Earth covered, as it were, with the glory of God, so that this place would be a garden, as it's intended to be, a dwelling place, a place where heaven and earth meet and we can live as one. That is the plan. That is the purpose. That is the original design for planet earth. And that plan, that purpose is going to be fulfilled. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when and how. And we are the ones who are alive right now, who are called to participate at this point in history in something that is so significant that we are soon to see the return of Jesus Christ on planet Earth again. And the Earth itself is groaning for the revelation of us as the body of Christ reaching a place of full stature so that we are mature, that we are one, united as one, and we can usher in that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful demonstration of God's final extension of his love to us and through us, so that there would be a divine connection between heaven and earth, and that we would live together forever as one. However, we're living in the already and not yet. The already is this. Jesus Christ has come the first time as God the Son. He came as the sacrifice so that we could have relationship with God. Without that sacrifice, without that covenant blood being shed, we could have no real relationship with God. The only way that we can have a relationship with God is for the removal of that barrier that's called sin, and we cannot remove it by ourselves. It has to be removed by the application of perfect blood. The blood of a perfect man 
His sacrifice has to be applied to our life so that the Holy Spirit can enter into us and we can become one with him, born again, so we have within us a divine nature so we can walk together with God and we can walk together with one another as people who are in unity, in harmony. We are, as it were, vibrating with God. (laughs) We are attuned to God. The tuning fork of our inner life is tuned to God. So we are on the same frequency. And that frequency is tuned to one another. So we are on the same frequency. We might have different pitches, but we're on the same frequency. So we are equal in value, but we differ in function. Within the construct of this whole thing, there is a need for leadership. Because leadership helps keep the vision of what's going on alive. Otherwise, we as people can become like sand that is just kind of being sifted through one's hand. You know, when you go reach down into a pile of sand and you lift it up and you just let it run through your fingers? That's kind of like us without having a vision. We are like just sifted sand. In fact, that's a proverb that says, without vision, people perish, or they are like sifted sand. We don't have any real direction. With leadership, we have direction. It's not a place of prominence. It's a place of purpose. It's a functional place. Leadership is a functional thing. And we've been addressing that issue in this particular podcast series because it's a very important functional element to what's taking place. Keeping the vision alive. And that is one of the primary things that a leader does is they are someone who has the vision of God in focus and it has been entrusted into your heart, into your mind to be one who communicates that vision and holds that vision true, holds it clear, holds it in place so that not only you can see it, but other people can see it. You're living it, you're walking it, you're portraying it so other people can do the same. And that vision is important because without that, we really can't get things accomplished because there are so many things that try to come in and distract us. And so it's important for us as people, when you are a leader, to have vision. And within that vision, it's the vision that God has given. Not just a vision that you contrive, but it's a vision that God has given. It's important for you to know that you have a, you have received a vision from God. A vision from God to lead. To lead into something that is his purpose, his plan. If it doesn't match with his purpose and his plan, it's really not a vision that comes from God. It's something that you have either developed yourself or has been given to you from an outside source that is not God and it needs to be discarded. However, if you have received vision from God, it is important for you to hold on to it and to hold it real dear to your heart because that is a very, very, very important function for all of us in the body of Christ to be able to follow. That function has within it a certain tone to it, a sound. It has a sound of God to it. It has a certain tone to it. 
And with that tone, it has, as it were, a vibration. It is a sound vibration. It's a sound that comes from heaven. It's an unmistakable sound. It's a sound that cannot be duplicated by any other source other than God. God produces a sound, and we vibrate with that sound. And when we vibrate with that sound, things take place. Creative things transpire because of the vibration of the sound of God's voice that comes through. When we have the vision of God, we speak that, and the sound of his voice comes through. And the vibration of his voice vibrates within us, and we're able to fulfill things that we can't do on our own because we are vibrating with the life of God. It's a powerful, wonderful thing. The vision of God creates within us a strength and an energy to do things that we normally wouldn't do on our own. <sighs> Praise God. And it takes leaders that have vision. It takes you having a clear vision. And the way to get that is by spending time with our Heavenly Father. He is the one who gives us vision. He is the one who gives us his word. And his word creates within us the ability to see things that he has in his heart, that he wants us to fulfill. And when you are a person who's fulfilling the place of leadership, you're providing people a picture that they can look at, that they can see, and they can follow. They have a vision. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing. And it carries with it, once again, a tone, an unmistakable tone. Jesus said, my sheep, they not only hear my voice, they know my voice. They know the sound of my voice. They know the vibration that comes from me because nothing else vibrates like my voice. Nothing else carries with it that same tone as my voice, as the voice of God. And when we hear the voice of God because we are born of his spirit and it resonates within us, we're able to react and act, not just respond, but we're able to react to it. We're able to act upon it. It's a wonderful, beautiful thing, and it gives us strength and energy as we do. Jesus once said, I have meat to eat, meaning I have food to eat that you don't know anything about because my meat, my food is to do the will of him who sent me. Jesus got energized by living out the word that his father spoke. The things that God spoke gave him energy. It resonated within him. It vibrated within him. People that are able to express the vision of God literally carry within your words the tone of God's voice. What comes from his throne what is his will comes out of your mouth. It comes through your life and people are able to follow that. It is a wonderful, beautiful plan to have the ability to be an under shepherd of God underneath his shepherding ways because his voice can come through you. And when you speak, his sheep hear his voice. If you're just speaking, they just hear your voice. We know what that does. We know where that goes. That is dead religion. That is empty. That doesn't bring anyone life. What brings people life is the word of God, the living word of God coming out from our hearts, from our mouths, from our lives. Those of us who are called into leadership are called to be those who cast vision, 
the vision of God that carries with it the word of God. And the word of God carries with it the vibrations that come from God's heart that ignite within us the things that we need to have ignited so that we can go about doing the things that are impossible for us to do unless God empowers us to do them. And that's what we're called to do, the impossible. Not just leaders, but each and every one of us. We are called to a mission that can only be accomplished by God working with us and within us. Praise God. That's a powerful, powerful, wonderful reality. It's building onto something, not just doing something for the sake of doing work. I remember in the military, when we didn't have a specific assignment to do, we would do the thing called make work. We would go and we would dig a hole, and then we'd put the dirt back in the hole. We'd go dig a hole, put the dirt back in the hole. We would make work. Well, we're not just making work in the body of Christ. There is things that we work at, but they're under something. We're not working to get approval from God. We're already approved by him. But we work because we are approved, and he is giving us the vision that is important for us to be working toward. And when we hear that vision, something resonates within us, and we want to be a part of that. Not just making work, not just showing up on Sundays or Wednesdays, or whatever day it is, and doing church, doing a service, attending another service. We are the body of Christ, and we are working under something. And leaders are called to lead, not just put together church services. We are working under something. And so if you are a leader, Move beyond the point of having a good Sunday or Wednesday or whatever day of the week service you have. Think of it being larger, onto something larger, because we are all called something larger, and God is revealing what that is, and as he demonstrates his presence more and more and more, that is going to become clearer and clearer and clearer, and as we have leaders that are able to stay in, <coughs> excuse me, stay in step with God, his word comes through us even more clearly and has a greater impact on the people that God has assigned to us to be part of this whole wonderful process of accomplishing his purposes. Without vision, people perish. With vision, people flourish. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for once again, how you're doing things and why you're doing them. Ultimately, it is for your glory. And I say amen. We are yours and we honor you, God. We look to see you glorified on earth as you are in heaven. And it is our privilege to be here in league with you right now, seeing the captives set free, people's lives renewed, restored into a place of relationship with you and with one another. God, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. And in the process of seeing that take place, how we are building something toward our eternity spent with you and with one another. Amazing truth, amazing love. God, you are wonderful. We honor you. We ask that you would continue to do this. We humbly pray these things in the name of Jesus. 
Amen, amen, amen. All right, folks, I love you. If you have any thoughts, questions, concerns, please feel free to drop us a line at lifearonthefire at gmail.com. In the meantime, God bless you. Adios, amigos.